Melbourne AA Steps Weekend 2018. This is Gareth talking about Step 12. My name is Gareth, I'm an alcoholic. Uh, first off, I want to thank um, the Working With Others group and Molly in particular for asking me. And she actually said, what step do you want to share? And I said, step 12 for sure. Um, and yes, yeah, so I'm just going to go into what the book says and what my experience of that was um, after implementing it as a way of life. And I think a really good thing to understand, if, especially if you're new in sobriety and recovery in AA, is that this whole entire weekend is step 12, carrying the message. You know what I mean? I hope it's really clear for people who are new into AA what that is. What is the message? There's only one message that we carry, which is that the 12-step program um, that AA's got that's outlined in this book, that the weekend's gone through, is a treatment for alcoholism. That's the message that we carry. We've got a treatment for an illness that we suffer from, and you know, I hope that's really clear for um, new people today who might not have known exactly what AA was about or what the message is. Um, and so I think it's best, it's funny how the start of my journey was someone practising their 12th step. It was actually a group just the same as working with others. All these people are, are active in service, active in carrying the message um, because it's had such a profound impact and change on their life. They're just joyfully, enthusiastically wanting to carry the message, just like um, Bill and Lois. They abandoned themselves to the enthusiasm of helping others. And... My first home group, um, and at the time I didn't even know what a home group was when I first came to AA, and that whole group practised service and carrying the message. Um, and I'm so grateful for that because I wasn't a roll-up start to Alcoholics Anonymous. Um, came in at 23, cocky and arrogant, and went to. I had a massive life event which just shocked me to my core, and I was so scared, and it's just amazing how quick we can recover. And so from that hideous moment where I was just felt like I was a scared little kid in the dark to the time that I went to my first meeting um, I wasn't coming to AA for myself I was actually just coming to save face for mum and dad and it showed because they said Gareth do you want some help I went yep they said cool we've got sponsorship that sponsor will take you through the 12 steps you'll get a home group get involved in service and we guarantee that um, you won't have to return back to drinking your life will get significantly better and I said, cool, I'm doing none of that and I'll see if my life gets better. Uh, and it didn't. Um, just doing it my way, running on self-will, doing Gaz's drill, Gaz's program. And I got uh, the same result that I'd got for the previous four years of trying to do it by myself, which was nothing, returning to drinking and I just busting, 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 busting. And I love how the um, patient members of Alcoholics Anonymous who understand the illness just waited for me. They didn't tell me to leave AA. They didn't tell me to leave the talkie group. And the man who approached me at my first meeting for sponsorship, I went up to him and said, I'm ready to rock and roll. And straight away, he just got the book into my hand and said, we're going to go through this book this week. And we started that process and I started going through it. And I understand today that um, he was, he was, was practising his 12th step, which is a part of his program. Um, and I'm so grateful for that, that every single person in that group did service, carried the message, availed themselves for sponsorship. So that's all I saw. Once I got on board with this thing, that's all I saw. And then now my, I live in Melbourne now, my home group's the Deal Men's Group on a Sunday night, and he used to be a part of that. And so he used to drive up every Sunday, so I went to that. Then I found a bigger group that was doing that en masse, just like working with others, getting involved in service, having awesome lives, having fun, enjoying this thing. Um, and I'm so grateful for that. And so I just want to start off with the, the first uh, two paragraphs that's in working with others. It's just like, you could spend an hour on these two paragraphs. So this is page 89 if anyone's got a big book. 
It says, working with others. Practical experience shows that nothing will so much ensure immunity from drinking as intensive work with other alcoholics. It works when other activities fail. This is our 12th suggestion. Carry this message to other alcoholics. You can help uh, when no one else can. You can secure their confidence when others fail. Remember, they are very, they are very ill. Life will take on a new meaning. To watch people recover, to see them help others, to watch loneliness vanish, to see a fellowship grow up about you, to have a host of friends, this is an experience you must not miss. We know you will not want to miss it. Frequent contact with newcomers and each other is the bright spot of our lives. Um, and w- when you go through this process and you keep coming back to that part of the book, it just, it just it deepens in your experience of that. It just gives you shivers sometimes when you understand the process that we actually go through in Alcoholics Anonymous, like the book promises, and AA promises, if we work this as a way of life, it's going to take us from hopeless to recovered. You know what I mean? When we first come in, we probably think that our biggest problem is drinking alcohol. Then you find out you've got an illness. It's like, whoa. Then you find out that, that the treatment for that illness is to live a spiritual way of life that's outlined in this program. And then what you get from it is absolutely mind-blowing. Like you just, It's impossible to articulate with words how amazing this thing is. And it's like, I just came here for the drama to stop. I just wanted drugs and alcohol to stop and then just live this kind of... I thought I was going to live a boring life. Um, but working with others in service has um, surely changed my mind about that. And it's a question. It's like, do you want immunity from drinking for the rest of your life? If the answer is yes, work with others. It's a very, it's a very, I like to keep concepts very simple for myself. Um, and it's, I always, I'm always involved in service and I always sponsor other men. And there's other ways to, be, to, um, to work with others as well without sponsoring. You can be in contact on the phone. Like um, Fergus was saying, you can pick people up, take them to meetings, make people feel welcome. Um, and I love how it says, too, it works when other activities fail. What are the other activities we've got? We've got, we got the prayer, we've got the meditation, we've got the inventory. Uh, but what I've found is whatever gets the, the thing that gets me out of myself the most is directly working with others. Uh, carrying the message at a detox, the first time you do that, you've just got a lightning bolt, you're just totally free when you leave that joint. Um, and that, that was one of the experiences that got me plugged into carrying the message and being of services. Um, the talkie group uh, goes to... <coughs> Uh, the, the Salvation Detox, it's 25 bucks a week in Corio, Um and AA goes in there every Monday. And they said, do you want to go? And I said, yeah, let's do this. And then at the time I didn't have a car, so a member had to be of service to me to take me to be of service. And uh, I carried this message, and by going there on a regular basis, I saw people come out of that detox, come to the talkie group, get a sponsor, go through the steps, and I watch their life form. And I'm actually living with one of those men today. Um, and it's, it's indescribable with words to be a part of that and watch that experience. I mean, the book says you'll miss that. If you're not, if you're not involved in program, you're not doing it, you're not taking those actions, you'll miss it. And you don't want to miss it. It's just like that's, that's the thing that's given me the deepest purpose and meaning and drive and passion, which I had none of before, is helping others. And what a, what a purpose to have for the rest of my life that I've got this key, like it says here, you can help others when no one else can, is we've got the key to help out other suffering alcoholics, not the psychologist, not the psychiatrist, not the family, which can help um, and be useful after AA, which I've seen and heard other people talk about. Um, but it, there's, that, there's that amazing connection that one alcoholic can get through to another alcoholic. So it can lower, can, can lower that defence and those shields so they can start to believe in something um, and start, ta- well, sorry, start taking action in something they don't yet believe in, which is this program and this process. Um, and 
Yeah, I think I want to talk a little bit more about too is that there's, this is just the instruction manual on how to go about it. What, what's involved with carrying the message, what's involved with sponsorship, even though I don't use the word in the big book. Um, and what it talks about is when, when we are carrying the message or we're doing 12-step work or we're going to the detox or going to the rehab, it says on page 90... Um, oh, no, sorry, it's a little bit further over. It's on page 92. It says, um, give him an account of the struggles you made to stop. Show him the mental twist which leads to the first drink of a spree. We suggest you do this as we've done in the chapter on alcoholism. Um, so it's showing us and it's telling us here. It says, if you are satisfied that he's a real alcoholic, begin to dwell on the hopeless feature of this malady. Show him from your own experience how the queer mental condition surrounding the first drink prevents functioning of the willpower. And so that's, that's, that's what the book is directing us to do when we carry the message from anywhere. So when we're at a meeting, it also says in working with others, our stories disclose... So that means when I'm disclosing my story in AA, I'm supposed to share what we were like, not what it was like, what we were like as alcoholics, what happened and what we're like now. And there's real importance on carrying the message in that way because it, it's, it's so important that it's fundamental to the genesis of Alcoholics Anonymous. If Bill Wilson didn't go to Dr Silkworth and ask him, I'm, like, I don't understand why I'm not getting these dudes sober... And they say he worked for six months. I don't know how many dudes he worked with, but he went at it with the spiritual card and God after his white light experience, and he wasn't getting anyone sober. But the beautiful thing that Lois dropped in said, Bill, you're staying sober. So we got that beautiful thing that by working with others, we get to stay sober. But then Silky said to him, he goes, you've got the cart before the horse. Talk about alcoholism first and how it manifested in your life, really honing on how hopeless it is that you had, you didn't have the power to stop. Talk about the mental obsession. Talk about the physical allergy. And then once they identify, then show them what you did. And so the, 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 the point of sharing from the floor is always recovery. That's what my sponsor said. He goes, never, ever dump your problems from the floor. That's not what it's for. You know what I mean? It's about carrying the message. What's the message? is that there's a 12-step program that can help you recover from alcoholism. And so, and, it, and I'm, I'm glad that it just got clearly laid out to me because I had no idea. I didn't know any of the stuff that I'm talking about now got drummed into me on repeat by the men at my home group, by speaker tapes, by reading the book um, and by contemplating these principles on a regular basis. Um, and the beautiful thing, like I said, back to Dr. Bill, uh, sorry, Bill Wilson and Dr. Bob, is it's even in his story, it actually says... Um, if I can get it up in time, where are we, Dr. Bob? How important it is that he says um, in Bill Wilson carrying the message the way that he did, and it was the first person that he actually changed that aspect with after he spoke to Silkworth. And he says, he gave me information about the subject of alcoholism, which was undoubtedly helpful. Of far more importance was the fact that he was the first living human with whom I had ever talked who knew what he was talking about in regards to alcoholism from actual experience. In other words, he talked my language. He knew all the answers and certainly not because he had picked them up in his readings. And so that's pivotal. That's how we're going to get through um, to the new person is by knowing how to carry the message. It even says in um, There is a Solution, it talks about the ex-problem drinker who's properly armed with the facts about himself. Cool. What's the facts? Alcoholism and recovery can win the and um, can come if he if he does it in that way. We can win the the confidence of that new member of the suffering alcoholic. But if we don't, it says little or nothing can be achieved. 
So it's really important how we carry the message because if a new person walks into the room and all we're doing is doing a Facebook dump about, oh, this is how I feel the last week, and he hears seven people in a row share like that, he goes, what am I doing here? Where's, what, where's the solution to the problem that I suffer from? You know what I mean? But when you, hit, when you have a meeting and you see it, where seven people in a row talk about what we were like, what happened, what it's like today, you're just getting whacked in the head with identification, and then they go, all I heard was, like, identified, so maybe I'm an alcoholic, and then sponsorship steps, sponsorship steps, sponsorship steps, and then it starts to get through to them. Um, and, yeah, and also, too, is um, how important it is to get this book and this program. Well, it actually talks about the book. It, um, in this chapter, it says... Um, if your man shows some interest, lend him a copy of your book. Usually buy them a new book because our book has highlighters and, and we've written stuff. I like my book. It's in a nice leather-bound uh, <laughs> thing here. Um, and and, the, and, the, and my grand sponsor says, he goes, why do we do that? And it's because that's where the solution is. Why do we get the book in front of them right from the get-go? Because the first four chapters are going to get identification and then it's got the program outlined that's going to save their life. We don't want to delay the medicine. It's like if you go to the doctor and it's like, yeah, you're going to do chemo and radiotherapy and you go, oh, I'm going to meditate on it for six months. <laughs> it's like, let's get this done tomorrow or next week. Let's get into this. Um, and, yeah, my, my experience of carrying this message, and, um, and I think Ferg was sharing about it, um, and it just reminded me, it's like when I started to get this and live this as a way of life, it's, I used to ring up my mates, old using mates, uh, that I was still in contact with, um, and I used to describe to them, I called them life highs because I didn't know what was happening. Like I just felt so tapped in and present. And the, what I was experiencing, I was like, this is better than any drug I've ever taken. And I used to call them life highs. And then after a while, then I heard um, someone recite the preface from the 12 and 12 saying that um, if these 12 steps, which are spiritual in nature, if they're practiced as a way of life, uh, can expel the obsession to drink alcohol... Um, um, well, sorry, expel the obsession to drink, yeah, um, and make the um, sufferer become happily and usefully whole. I'm getting shivers saying that. I'm like, that is what it is. When I'm of service, when I'm carrying the message, when I'm coming out of the detox, when I'm sitting in my living room with, uh, with the boys going through the doctor's opinion and I'm seeing them getting it, when they're starting to pray and they're asking me questions about tapping into God and praying and then changing their prayers and we're doing the work together... Um, happily and usefully whole there's all my needs in life are met and it's like it's the experience of what Mark Houston talks about that hollow bone there's just nothing going on inside of me there's no lack I mean there's no want for anything it's just like perfect peace and contentment and I definitely don't live there I'm only four years sober Um, but that's what you miss when you don't throw down with this stuff I mean, the, pe- the people that I see that are doing well, it's like my great-grand sponsor, he's got like 46 or 47 years, and he's like on the international committee for working with others. And it's just like, yes, I love that. I love that God's put me in a position that I saw these men that I could model. And I used to want to be them very early in recovery, and now I want to be like them. You know, I mean, I want to live by the same principles that they live by. Um, and, and then... Um, and that's an incredible thing to have because I didn't have... Well, my father was a good role model, but I just couldn't see that. And it's funny. I laugh with my parents now saying, all the stuff you try to teach me is exactly in our book. Um, and, like, my parents used to make amends to me when I was, like, 13 years old and I didn't even know what they were doing, but they were making amends to me because I felt like they went too far if they yelled at me. Um, and and the, be- the beautiful thing about this is, is it also talks about practising these principles in all our affairs. Um, why? It's because we made a meal and caused harms in all our affairs. 
You know what I mean? It's just like AA in the meetings. Like, why do we have meetings? So the new person can come and find out what the solution is. That's what a meeting of Alcoholics Anonymous is for. It's for the teaching and practising of the 12 steps. Uh, and that's, that's not coming out of my mouth. That's from Bill Wilson. He wrote a pamphlet on that, um, or part of that is in a pamphlet. And, um, and so you start to get these amazing guidance from your sponsor. And it was beautiful to get to the point in my recovery where I trusted my sponsor's word 100% over my own thinking. and Because all he had was my best interest. And every single time I followed it worked out well. And when I didn't, it would just be a period of time of pain and then doing it and then the pain would subside with whatever it was. And he started helping me early days. My parents um, blessfully took me back into the family home and he says, every single day, do something in that house for your family. And that was the way. And I was, I was only just, just the genesis of my program. Um, and he said, he goes, every day do chores. And he goes, find out the chores that your mum and dad like the least and make them your favourite chore. And that was monumental. And the way, a way that helped me was because what I saw was I was able to do, and this is all, again, this all got shown to me, and I just, all I had to do was put myself in that position to be taught and guided and be given that and ask a million questions. And then I thought, cool, Dad comes home on a, works sometimes six days a week. On the weekends, he'll vacuum up the floors, which is like an event. It's like two and a half hours. And I said, cool. Um, how, can I, how can I be of service and, and start to rebuild this relationship with my father? I can do the vacuuming and mopping and then me and my father can go for an early morning surf. Did I want to get up before the crack of dawn to go surfing, even though I was a surfer? No, but that's what time Dad wanted to be, the first in the water, when, before the sun was even up. So then I used to do that. Um, and as a part of that, and, and then other stuff as well, being of service to my family members, um, I've gotten my family back. I've got my mother back, I've got my father back, I've got my sister back. And I just saw my parents on Friday night, I stayed down the coast. And um, I'm studying to be a naturopath at the moment. Um, and I came out of clinic and I feel amazingly grateful when I come out of clinic when we've tried to help people get healthy or to subside their illness or disease. And I just walked in the door and just told mum, just straight out, I love you mum and dad. Um, and that, that's some of the things I wasn't able to express. Like I, in recovery, I've been able to express my gratitude towards my father and how much admiration I've had for him. Uh, but that did, I wasn't able to do that right from the get-go. I used to choke up just at the thought of giving appreciation towards my father. And, um, yeah, this, thing, um, this thing's a way of life. And I've asked... Um, there's actually the man's here who used to talk about it. Um, I said, what's the difference between people that make it and don't? And he says, it stops becoming mechanical actions and it becomes a way of life. And I get that today. And I ask the other man, why do people go back to drinking? And it's because they don't have service outside of a group level and they stop sponsoring people. So I have, I have simple concepts in my head that are just rock solid. Always have service outside of a group level always sponsor men and if I'm not I'm actively looking what does that look like I talk to every single new dude I find after a meeting give him my number and tell him that I'm available for sponsorship and when you have that general intention at meetings if you generally want to take dudes through the steps uh, they come flooding and a prayer that I got given which was wonderful um, uh, was in the 12th step when if I've, I've, I've only had very brief periods of time of not having sponsees um, I'd ask God, I'd go, God, please align men in my path so I can take through this process. Please allow me to be of maximum service. And it's just like bang, 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 dudes come out of nowhere, um, which is wonderful. And so, yeah, this is really, it's an honour and a privilege to be able to share and carry the message in Alcoholics Anonymous. You know what I mean? It's like we, back previously, we always wanted connection, we wanted to feel a part of, we wanted to live with purpose and meaning and passion and drive. And it's like, 
Why wouldn't you want to do what the 12-step program offers? Like, some people are so resistant to it. It just shows us how to, like, we can walk um, the path with others and show them how to not die from the illness that we suffer from. You know what I mean? So, like, I see in the 12th step, it says, having had a spiritual awakening as the, as the result of these steps. And so this is myself. doesn't say this in the book. And this is not a negative connotation of the way I use this. But I see that as a moral obligation so my debt to Alcoholics Anonymous, so I've had this spiritual awakening, I've gotten the results. What's my moral obligation now is I carry the message and practice the principles in all my affairs. You know what I mean? This moral obligation that I set for myself, again, I didn't come up with it, my grand sponsor gave me that, um, is um, I hold that in very high esteem. Um, thank you. Um, because it's, I lived a very, very selfish and self-centred life and for myself, if I'm not giving back to Alcoholics Anonymous, being a part of, being involved in service, that's I, I, it's I just it's unacceptable for me today. You know I mean, I've been I've been given a life that is, like I said, it's indescribable. It's indescribable how good this thing gets. It's so it's so far away from um, just not drinking and taking drugs. It's incredible. Um, and so yeah, I'm very very thankful for working with others and this weekend asking me for to share. So. Thank you, and I'd just like to finish on the same thing that got said to me at my first meeting. If there's someone in here tonight that doesn't have a sponsor um, and, you haven't get, and you're not engaged in the 12-step program, um, go up to someone you've heard this weekend, ask them to be your sponsor, um, get involved in the 12 steps, and you, your life will be the same as what you've seen across the panel over the last three days. So thank you very much. Information about the annual Melbourne AA Steps Weekend is available from www.stepsweekend.aagroup.org.au Thanks for letting us share.